Hello everyone and welcome to Subtle Frequencies. If you're like me, you love to see a ghost. And well, as it turns out, someone has just the place for you. Stay tuned for all the information you need to know about the most haunted spot in town. Joining me today is Karen Smith, the owner and operator of the extremely haunted Golden Hospital of People and Prophecy. After the tragic loss of her husband, Karen decided to leave her successful corporate job behind and dive headfirst into the haunted house business. Karen was delighted to find out that in addition to the incorporeal residence of Golden, as it is lovingly called, there are still many living patients being cared for at the hospital. Golden was a fully functioning hospital for the living until the incident. And since then has been a place where ghosts and living folk live together in harmony. The documentary We Bought a Hospital follows the ups, downs, setbacks, and successes of running the hospital that Karen and her family now call home. Karen, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Pan. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on by to talk about uh, this venture. You know, it's very interesting. We all, we're all haunted in, you know, myriad ways, but it's, it's nice to have someone who is like so plugged into hauntings and, you know, in a way that you could feel at home in a haunting. It's... It's a rare thing. Absolutely. We want all of our guests to feel like they've come home to a place where they feel comfortable and all of their needs are met, but that they're also terrified that they can uh, interact with our haunted family at the hospital and leave feeling exhilarated, feeling alive, uh, and feeling, uh, you know, really, really scared. And you can, like, get a checkup while you're there, too, right? Absolutely. We are also a fully functioning hospital for the living. Uh, it is a smaller portion of our business, but it is absolutely a benefit of also having living patients and a right. medical staff. I mean, I got to imagine it's hard to beat the sort of profit margins of a haunted house, you know, with something as silly as a healthcare facility true the overhead and kind of profit margin for the hospital portion of our venture is definitely a little bit more challenging the haunted house business has a functionality that's a little bit more straightforward but you know both parts of life at golden are are rewarding and excellent so tell us a little bit about this uh documentary Absolutely. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, so about a year ago, we were at Golden. A director named Johan Zorg came to us and was interested in kind of following the ins and outs of daily life at Golden. And we were honored to have him. He, I think, told a beautiful story about resilience, about kind of following your dreams and uh, moving forward with a positive attitude. So I think he did a lovely job of kind of capturing what makes Golden so special. Well, that does sound awfully uplifting. What kind of lessons have you learned, you know, in the in trying to balance this operation, you know, two pretty distinct sides of this coin, you know, one focused on the living and presumably keeping them so, and one focused on the spirits of the dead. I would say one of my favorite quotes from Abraham Lincoln is, your fear is 100% dependent on you for its survival. So I think I had to kind of throw away those fears of failure or what, what have you and kind of make solutions to the problems that came up. When I discovered that we had a number of living patients in our haunted hospital and that it was going to be quite expensive to continue caring for them and paying for the staff, the living staff who were on salary there, 
it was a challenge to find solutions for these complex problems that weren't part of the plan in the haunted portion of, of the business. Um, so finding lower cost options was really important for moving forward. I hope that doesn't mean you're cutting any corners when it comes to the healthcare needs of the people of this town. Absolutely not. Uh, I think if anything, our care has improved. I think the numbers say that. They speak for themselves. Where can people watch this documentary? So I believe it's going to be playing at the outdoor amphitheater, kind of on the west side of town. So that's really exciting. We're going to have, you know, an outdoor viewing. Uh, You can also stream it on the website, webotahospital.com. And then you can also pick up copies at Cup of Joel, we have, uh, you know, physical copies there as well. Right, next to, like, the Smooth Jazz CDs, there's a, mm-hmm. a documentary about a haunted hospital also. Mm-hmm, yeah. Good for them, I guess, you know, get that money. All right, well, now that people know where to get it, I'm sure they just have a lot of questions about the content. You know, your story sounds very interesting, and I think the uh, the listeners would love to chat with me and you just about about this whole endeavor. So we'll get to some callers uh, after these words from our sponsors. like we've got plenty of people interested in having a chat about this documentary let's see all right first caller queued up and ready to go here uh caller you're on how's it going it is i johan zorg here to intercede on behalf of this charlatan on your program johan what's what's the matter sound a little bit frustrated. The documentary film that I have constructed was a culmination of the many horrors that I and my crew withstood within this haunted hospital. And to be depicting it as some sort of cheery and jovial tale of one woman's overcoming of hardship and finding of self-actualization is a gross misrepresentation of the true events that unfolded therein. Well, this is earth-shattering. We stared into the void, and the void did more than stare back. Oh my god. There was a boom mic operator that was changed in ways that are not in any way fixable. Well, I myself can no longer see the color blue. That's fine. Johan, I'm so sorry to hear that you feel like we're not on the same page on this. But I feel like we can agree that we had a a very powerful experience during the filming of your documentary. I can't speak on the situation with the the boom operator, Charlie, because as you know, we are currently uh, in the middle of litigation. But I appreciate your feedback. Charlie deserves justice, and he deserves for the half of his soul that was taken from him to be returned. Again, I can't comment. I will not rest until the uncut version of the film, which I am releasing separately and selling in a rival coffee shop in Paris County, until that one outsells yours. 
tenfold. Well, that's a healthy bit of competition there. This is, frankly, a little bit disturbing, Karen. Uh, I'm starting to feel like maybe I've been misled in having you on my show. I, I would like to remind the listening audience, and you as well, Pan, that it is a haunted house. It is extremely haunted. It is full of ghosts. And sometimes, you know, ghosts aren't quite as easygoing and cheery as we might like. Some are uh, brimming so- with a malevolence. That will touch you in places you never knew you had. Uh, And unfortunately, that's uh, sort of um, an occupational hazard when you are in such a densely haunted house or hospital in our case. Guess it does come with the territory. I I feel sorry for for, um, any, you know, dissatisfaction uh, with your experience with us. But Johan, I... I hope uh, that we can find some sort of balance between uh, the two of us. The only balance that I think we are capable of finding is making one another nemeses. Well, Johan, it sounds like y'all probably have some some stuff to talk about off the air and really settle this dispute here. Um, I will meet you on the metaphorical battlefield. And by that you mean court, right, Johan? Yes. You'll be there. Good. Right here. Well, that sounds exciting. Can't wait to hear how that turns out. But, um, thanks for calling, Johan. Um, interested to see your take on the matter. It will cut you in twain and then stitch you back together, but perhaps not quite as well as you already were before. Okay, maybe I don't want to see it then. But, you know, I'll, I'll wait for the reviews to come in. Uh, good luck out there. Have fun in court. Salutations. Ah. Salutations. Man, interesting cat. You're lucky to work with such a, you know, an artur. Really a visionary. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, let's see who else is out there, though. We got plenty of callers waiting to chat. Uh, alright. Next caller. How's it going? <laughs> She has an incurable illness <laughs> caused by her cans getting knocked over and the trash going everywhere. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say? Did you say Pan or Pan? Yeah, I'm calling Pan. No, you're talking to Pan it's right me, now. It's me, Pat Spookums. Calling Pan to let her know she's gonna have a lot of medical trouble coming up. Patch, do you work at the hospital? <laughs> no, I do. The clown without the frown. Karen, have you met this guy? I think I do. Patch, uh, are you, I think you're the one with the, the, you, you put, you know, like red noses on everyone. Is that you? You know me, I'm me clowning. Yeah, Patch is one of our, uh, I don't know, residents, uh, and he is just a goof. What? I'm what not a doctor. doctor. No, but you are Wait. dressed, dressed like a doctor. I look like a doctor. Are you a professional clown? Yeah. Karen, you employ a clown at your hospital. Uh, I wouldn't say that I employ Patch Spookums. It's more that he is uh, a ghost that lives in the haunted house and that I can't make him leave. That's very true. I'm bound to bite Yeah. <laughs> that's more of the case. Uh, Patch, that's delightful. Um, I really, I, I don't think I can continue on this line because um, I... I fear that you violated some sort of privacy clause by talking to me, Pan, about... Oh, it's dead! <laughs> Classic mix-up. Uh, man, Pan is going to have some words for us. You're Pan. Did I say Pan? I said Pan. I'm you, but you know me, I'm gonna laugh it away! Patch, you gotta read a little more carefully. Yeah, I'm, this is a hard job, but you, <laughs> I'm here to do it. Breaking the hard news with a smile. Yeah, Patch has a, a fun habit of uh, telling our guests terrible news, specifically about uh, medical conditions. It's a fun kind of uh, f- flavor of uh, Spookums, and uh-huh. our guests really 
feel very strongly about it. Well, that's nice and vague. They will leave. They got no other choice. I mean, they can leave. Yeah, they could leave. How is your bedside manner? Because speaking to you right now, I'm going to be honest, is challenging. Well, I got somebody later who has a severe urinary tract infection. And I've got my little water flower here on my lapel. And it's filled it full of water? with water that's dyed yellow. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I like it too. How de- de- delightful. So you're going to surprise him? Yes, I'm going to spray him with the water and then give him the heart. I don't know if this is ethical, but I support you. Like, I... Karen, what's your relationship to Patch? Like, how? What's seems like an interesting cat to work with. I like to think of myself as sort of like the mentor of everybody working in the Golden Hospital. Especially my friend Goodwill Haunting. Ah uh, yes. Goodwill. Uh yes. Good Goodwill um is is our janitor at the hospital and he is one of the the most important kind of members of our team cuz he keeps Well, uh, sanitation is so important. Absolutely. Hygiene is essential for health. So I know I know Patch Spookums mostly kind of through Goodwill. Goodwill Haunting. So he's a real character. He's a guest. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Patch. Yeah. So. Since I got a different call to I guess I'm gonna go. <laughs> Alright, say hi to Pam for me. Oh, you know I am. See you later, Patch. <laughs> yeah! Terrifying. Karen, I can't believe you deal with this every day. It's a gift. Yeah, what? What a rich character, Patch. Absolutely. Well, um... Let's see if there's anyone else who is not going to divulge privileged medical information on our show. Uh, next caller, you're on. Hello, I am Karen Smith's attorney. I am strongly suggesting that she end this interview immediately. It is my legal opinion that this interview could be detrimental to her based on what has been said already. Uh, again, I believe that it is in your best interest, Miss Smith, to cease this interview recording immediately. And I will be hanging up now. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well, that sounded serious. Oh, um... Well, that was surprising. I I appreciate the proactive attitude. Uh, but I am I am committed to com- continuing this interview, so uh, let's just move. Let's move on. Move, yeah, the show on. must go on, as I always say. Um, I came up with that.
Let's see. Well, we've got plenty of other callers. Uh, here's another one. All right, caller. Uh, what's going on? It's me, uh, Goodwill Haunting. Hey, Will. How's it oh, going? Hello, Will. Oh, it's going wicked smart here. You know, people say that everywhere. They do. In the Will, where are you from? Uh, you know, just sort of around. I've been in this hospital as long as I can remember. Okay. So, we just uh, spoke to your mentor, uh, Patch Boop. He likes to call himself that nobody's in charge of me, though. Man, I respect your self-reliance. Yeah, Patch is a slow guy, but, you know, he's not my therapist or nothing. He's not like my dad or anything, you know? He's not in charge of me. You need to get defensive. Goodwill, I was I was just talking about you and how important you are to our our golden team, and we appreciate your hard work uh, on our staff. Yeah, sanitation work is so important, Will. I I applaud you. You know, you're you're one of the real heroes. Yeah, I'm just another uh, kind of spectral sanitation employee, a real working class, real hard worker. I you know I clock in, I clock out, I go home. I I home is also where I work. Do a few kind of equations when I'm not scrubbing the toilets. Doing equations? Yeah, I do equations. Uh, you know, like kids do the Sudoku. I do equations because it's you know like a lot of fun. Interesting. You you made any good discoveries lately? Oh yeah, I can. Uh, I've unlocked the secret to time travel. Oh, that's exciting. Got any big time travel plans? Uh, no, because the paradoxical part of it's problematic at best. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. I don't believe you now, but in any case, it does sound exciting, albeit dangerous. I figure I'd just stick the clean in the toilets and, uh, you know, go about my business. Mm. Have you ever considered wielding your massive genius to, you know, help with non-janitorial duties in the hospital? I thought about that, but, you know, I got a lot of skills. Not all of them are super wicked useful. Like, I'm incredibly good at gun-fu. Gun-fu. So, like, kung-fu, but with firearms. Right, that sounds badass. Oh, yeah. You get to break that out a lot? Oh, yeah, all the time, but it's dangerous, so I only use it with nerf guns. Okay. Karen, you ever see this in action? It sounds really cool. I, unfortunately, have never been lucky enough to see the nerf-fu. I have certainly seen uh, a lot of the equations, you know, and certainly there has been, you know, definitely some conversations about when and where these equations are appropriate. I don't like when I do the equations in the toilet rooms with with the toilet papers. It, yeah, it's just um, for customer. But they do like it when I can hit, you know, the forehead of a little kid who's very sick in hospital from over 300 yards. With a Nerf gun? Yeah, with a Nerf gun, yeah. I'm sure that's delightful. Because of my gun throw. The whole world moves in, like, slow motions. I can hit an apple off of somebody's head, too, from even further, but there's no, you know, it's a hospital, nothing's 300 yards or more. Do people like it when you hit apples? They do not like those apples. And, frankly, neither do I. Guess it's not for everyone. You know what they say, apple a day... Yeah, you know what they say, one's for me. They do say that, yeah. I guess they do say Very that. Very popular idiom. So all the boys down at the yard are saying. Will, I, I gotta tell you, I would love to see a demonstration of this gun boost sometime. It sounds just, like, wicked cool. Yeah, get, like, spectral sick or something and come down to the Golden Hospital, and uh, I'll, I'll shoot a dot at you, and I'll show you a little bit of my gun boo, and then, you know, maybe scrub a dub dub. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm into it. Whatever you deem appropriate, I'm down to clown, as your beloved mentor would say. Well, yeah, it's still uh, not my mentor, not my problem, so maybe keep that straight. Don't tell anybody important this, but I'm kind of on the clock here, so I'm going to I'm gonna go back to what I was doing. Yeah, well, it was good talking to you. Rubbing and dubbing, you know? I mean, I don't, get, right, yeah, I don't necessarily get paid, but I am on the clock, so I got to work. I would like right? to say, you, you get a certain kind of payment. I'm also like a ghost, so it's payment is kind of irrelevant in an immaterial life. Which you can afford those Nerf guns somehow. Yeah, I do. I could summon them though, kind of like the genie summons things in Aladdin. That's so cool. Yeah, all of my pop culture references are limited in '90s films, though, for reasons I cannot understand. When did you die, Will? I don't know anything about my past, but I know I love the film Aladdin. I love Good Morning Vietnam. I love. I love Awakenings. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen uh, World's Greatest Dad? 
I've seen a life according to God. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, um, I like that movie. That's a good movie. Well, you better get back to work. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm back in the scrubbing. Will, I appreciate your diligence. Whatever. That guy was so cool. So you don't pay this guy, or what's going on there? It's um, it's we we have an agreement, definitely, that all of our ghost staff get a type a type of payment since they all have sort of an eternal kind of uh, sentence, you could call it, you know, they can pay off a small percentage of that per kind of hour that they work at the hospital. Wait, are Patch Patch Spookums and Goodwill Haunting locked up in the eternal stockade? Yes. Yeah. Uh, All of our- you're using their labor. Uh, I mean, I would say, you know, they are choosing to work while they are in that stockade you spoke of. That's certainly one way you could you could think of it. But I like to think of it is that uh, they're choosing to be part of, uh, you know, our, our mission. If you want to think of it that way. I don't know. Lots to contemplate there. But let's, uh, let's save that for later. We've got many more callers to get through today. So um, let's see. Next caller. You're on. How are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing fine. Sure. Um, my name is Dr. Adams. I am uh, on staff at uh, the Golden Hospital, you know, that we're talking about here. Um, and I am really concerned uh, about kind of the, the state of the hospital, the living patient section of our hospital. I really think that our ghost staff are dangerous. They are not trained medical professionals. As far as I can tell, they're not getting paid and they are using types of healing that I think are untested and frankly, I think reckless. So I just I just want the, the public to know that modern science is not kind of what is what is at work at the at Golden Hospital of people in Interesting. Prophecy. But do the do the ghostly medicines cure people? I mean tip often yes. Yes. Um, but I think at what cost? If we're throwing away uh, the the work of science that you know we've worked hundreds and hundreds of years to perfect, you know what what kind of care are we giving our patients? Sure, the benevolent spirit can touch a patient and they're instantly cured, but there's no long-term studies on the outcome of that patient. So I just feel like we really need to kind of come back to to science. I'm just we need science. Yes. At the end of the day, I mean, if people are you know, leaving the hospital in better health than when they came in. That sounds like a win for you. I just think that we are, we're looking at this problem wrong. And I, and I just don't think that healing spirits are necessarily, I just, I think it's unacceptable. And I went to medical school for eight years to come and work at this hospital. And people who are floating around with no legs are healing people. I, it's just, and I'm getting no feedback I'm getting no reaction from you, Karen. This is, I've, I've left letters and phone messages and, and I'm just not getting any feedback. So I'm, this is, this is it. This is, I'm, I put it in my resignation, my two weeks, Karen. Well, this is getting intense. Karen, you care to comment on this? Dr. Adams, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that you're frustrated right now. I do really appreciate you calling in and uh, being open to having this conversation here on the air in front of everyone. So that's wonderful. I I had no idea that you were so bothered by our ghost staff. I think, you know, they're a really important part of our team. And frankly, I think are a more cost-effective part of our system. Um, so I'm really heart- really heartbroken to hear that you're putting in that, that notice, but, um, and you'll be missed. You'll, you'll really be missed. Well, Fuck you, Karen. Jesus. Well, okay. <sighs> Rude. Wow, Rude that guy. Was, that was extreme. Yeah, unnecessary. <sighs> Bad hate, energy. Hate to, hate to hear it. Yeah. What can you do? This is public radio, too. We're gonna... We might see a fine for that. Whatever. Just best to move on. Well, we got another caller here. So let's talk to someone who uh, I hope is in a better mood. Next caller, you're on. Uh, and I'm in a very difficult situation. Well, what's going on? I keep trying to visit my chair bear, 
he's in the hospital and with his mysterious illness, I don't know how long he's gonna be there. Okay, well, is there something keeping you from visiting? I keep trying to visit my baby boy, but it's just too darn scary in there. It is a haunted hospital after all. But they've gone too far this time with all the blood and the needles and all the wheelchairs with the elderly folks in them. Sounds like you're just describing the normal unhaunted and way the of the crutches hospital. and the white on the walls and the floors. This is just sound this is like typical. It's horrifying script. the clean smell in the air. Ma'am, I'm I- I'm so sorry to hear that you're having this unfortunate emotional kind of response to your experience. I'm just I'm as as a as a you know, a business owner, I really want to make sure that your customer experience as, as, is as uh, fulfilling and positive as possible. Um, how, I'm just wondering, when you tried to go to the hospital, I guess about how far in did you get? I got what, about five did... steps before someone jumped out and tried to spook me with some sort of clipboard and a sign-up sheet. Mm, that sounds like our uh, our administrative assistant. Uh, yeah. Daisy? She was horrified. You do have to sign in. She had a white jacket on, and she stood behind some sort of tall piece of wood. Yeah, that sounds like the, the desk, the front desk. And she came okay. at me with a sharp plastic thing with metal at the end. A pen? A pen? I don't know what you call it, but you need to dial the spooky down back to 1.5. Oh, my. I want to say hello to Jer Bear or potentially goodbye. The good news is with the with the level of care being provided at this hospital, I'm sure old Jer Bear is going to be back on their feet. In I'm not so sure. His doctors keep breaking into my home. Oh, what? dear. They keep circumventing the law so that they may solve his mysterious illness. Well, that's just entirely unethical and reprehensible. Karen, did you know about this? I, I didn't, but I, I have a strong suspicion that this is Dr. Adams' work. He is always trying to use science or whatever. Unrelated and, and to Patch Spookums, I assume. A- absolutely unrelated. Absolutely unrelated. They are they are opposites. I think Patch Spookums is a gift or a hospital bringing a, a certain level of decorum, while Dr. Adams is, a, a, as this poor woman is saying, breaking into people's houses. Unacceptable. Broke into my house, said that Jer Bear was lying about his adult magazine addictions, searching oh, his wow. room for items that he may have been concealing, changing his yeah. medications without letting him know. What? That's this is some Horrible. extremely unsafe medicine. It's probably best. A placebo that... for three weeks, just to prove to him the power of dishonesty. That's incredibly dangerous, and I'm so sorry yeah, that Karen, happened. Karen, I think you should probably accelerate uh, Doctor Adams' departure. Sounds like a nefarious character who just has no respect for you know, uh, medical care. I absolutely agree. I couldn't. I could not agree more. Uh, as of right now, Doctor Adams is is terminated. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna take his two weeks notice. I want if he's his head be... on my wall. Okay, not, this is I'm getting I'm not sure out of about hand. that, but I. I understand your frustration. Jer Bear demands blood. We're gonna get to the bottom of Jer Bear's illness. I think clearly the the medical doctor Doctor Adams is not. His patients are not at, at the center of his focus, and, I, and I'm, I'm so sorry. I need you to get his thumbs pointing the right way again. Uh, what? How? What do you mean by that? They've what been, happened? His thumbs are pointing the wrong way. He's been walking You're on his chairman? hands. Oh, dear. Using his feet I, like they're his hands. I am uh, confident that we will find a solution to Jer Bear's grotesque problem. Yeah, honestly, neither of us are medical doctors. I feel like if you could, you know, 
get over your intense fear of healthcare facilities of all stripes, uh, you might want to just speak directly to Jerbear about this one, because I'm feeling like this is another he keeps breach trying of confidentiality. To call me on the phone, but he can't use the phone with his feet, which he's trying to use his hand. That does make it difficult. I can only imagine. Yes. I will get our best staff, which I, at this point seems to be our ghost staff on this. Ma'am, I think if there's anything I can do to try to dissuade your fear of typical hospital content, I, I'm I'm hopeful that we will get Jer Bear's thumbs turned in the right direction. I appreciate that. And I expect results. Of course. Immediately. Well, that's not how any of this works, but good talking to you. I uh, suppose I'll see you shortly with a fully cured Jer Bear. Fully cured. No doubt. Sure, why not? Let's make some promises. He'll be great. Good luck out there, caller. And that Dr. Adams. I I had no idea. I don't, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's like the kind of, you know, I suppose the the toll that that kind of genius has on your soul. It can it can lead you to doing some some pretty nasty stuff, but it's still I would say broadly inexcusable this sort of behavior. I absolutely agree. We're going to have to get to the bottom of really how far down does this disease go? You know, is, yeah. who who else is out there supporting Dr. Adams' dark deeds? Does he have, you know, allies that are helping him commit these crimes? And I have to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, what is, does he have like a team of other doctors or is he working like completely uh, uh, solo? Uh, he is a specialist. Uh, or he was. He was a specialist. Uh, sure. And he did have a group of other doctors that he would tackle the difficult cases with. And I trusted him to be able to get to the bottom of these, the most kind of difficult and complex cases. But I think he clearly has taken it too far this time. Too yeah. far. You know who's a real bright character, though, is uh, Goodwill Haunting. That might be someone who could conceivably... I mean, despite not having any sort of medical training or, like, certification, probably could do all manner of uh, investigating in a more ethical manner. Get to the bottom of some stuff with what, as far as I could tell, is a sort of monumental talent and genius. Just from having spoken to the kid briefly. Sure. Sure, he does seem clever. I think, you know, it's it's always important to look for solutions in creative places. So, yeah, we could maybe explore diversifying his uh, position beyond janitorial services, but I, I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm not comfortable, you know, really pursuing that at the moment. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. I appreciate yeah. his, his spirit. His spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is a spirit. He is a, He's a ghost. He is a, <laughs> he is a ghost. This is just a little ghost humor. Okay, well, let's get another caller here. Did you hear that? Uh, no. Oh, Hear what? Okay. Never mind, it was nothing. Um, another caller, uh, another... Alright, we got another caller here. Caller, uh, you're on. What's happening? Hey, it's Pam. Oh, good, Pam. How are you? I was just thinking about you. Well, I'm royally pissed. Understandable. You care to tell us a little more about it that, though? It appears as if some sort of ghost clan has... Divulge sensitive private information over your program. Yeah, I do remember that happening a minute ago. Um, I'm out for blood. Oh, okay. I got a question for you, Pan. Yeah, what kind what's... of bullets kill ghosts? Uh, have you ever seen Supernatural? Because I think they would blast them with salt. Um, I think one of those. I mean, that was a television show. Black killing salt guns. It's worth a shot. As a, as I, I like to, you know, think of myself as an expert in ghosts. One kind of effective way of neutralizing a ghost is sort of a spritzer with uh, some holy water. And that definitely does. So you're spraying them like cats? You are spraying them like cats, but it is a lot. Like when they get on the counter? Yeah. And you don't want them on the counter. You want them to go off. I I would say that it's more less of kind of like a nuisance. Like, oh, I don't want to get, you know, sprayed with the the cat scenario. And more of like a high, like intensity acid and it is like a scorching painful effect um so i could you know keep that in mind pam as you're as you're spraying your ghosts i need a more permanent solution to my ghost problem here 
I Who knows what else this clown ghost knows about me? That he's gonna go talking about on another radio program. I mean, accidents happen. I think it would probably be better to solve this, you know, through a, a more conventional uh, uh, legal means rather than taking the law into your own hands and Pam executing. Trust you know that. Yeah, I mean, and you shouldn't. Um, you can represent yourself in court, though. I might look into that. Pam, I just want to apologize for one of my staff members, uh, the the patch spookums that you speak of, and if there's anything that we can maybe work out. So now that you've apologized on. The radio, that's mm-hmm. an admission of guilt. Oh, absolutely uh, Caught not. you in a classic snafu. That's a classic problem. I, I got I, you I'm, by the short hairs, I, I uh, strongly disagree that I am admitting guilt. I'm, you know, I'm just taking responsibility. There's a big difference. So we'll see what Pam Esquire difference. has to say about that. Wow. Okay. I, I, I was I was coming to you with a, kind of a positive attitude, and I'm getting a lot of pushback. I've gotten a lot of pushback so far uh, today, so I'm just feeling a little attacked. Um, but I again bringing it down. You know, I appreciate it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna make an example out of you. I will see oh, you in front of the bailiff. Okay, Pam, let's tone it down a little bit here. Um, I'm sorry. That's... I'm dealing with the very severe trash-related illness. Hello, Pam. Me, the benevolent spirit. Whoa, wait, I where thought did you I told from? you to get. I came through the phone, phone lines. It's uh, it's okay that us ghosts are able to travel throughout uh, your corporeal plane. Uh, so Pam, we spoke a little earlier on your phone, um, but I think it's it's really important that you hear my message. You have a devastating disease. And you will die very soon. Let me die like a goddamn adult. Stay off my phone. Don't make me smash another phone. Pam, I feel your pain. It's such an incredible pain. And I just want to say... You mean literally? Literally, spiritually... Yeah, I got trash gut. You have trash gut. And I'm here. And I'm here for you. And I can cure you. Of your terminal peaks of trash death. There's only one thing. There's one price. As as the saying goes, one for me. Right, yeah, one for you. Sure. I just need one memory. And I can cure you of your, of your disease. That's all it is? One memory? That's all. Oh, hell, I got too many of them. So, so you'll accept? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Shake my very strong hand. Pam, what memory do you think you're going to part with? Uh, when my sister was born. Okay. That sounds like a very powerful... powerful. My sister, Ham. My twin sister, I I have an unusually powerful memory. I remember when she was born several seconds after me. Well, Pam, you won't even remember. It'll be like, like a breeze. Like nothing's changed. Yeah, you can take that when she's dead to me. Well, Pam, take my hand. Take my spectral hand. Don't touch me too hard. I have to touch you, but so gently. I would rather you touch me hard than what you say. I am gently, tenderly touching your hand. I hate this, but I will proceed. Thank this you, Pam. It's just magical to be here for this. I... I want you to close your eyes. Close them? I can if, see your eyes. If, if I close them, are you going to try something? You gotta try anything no, funny on Pam. Pam, it's just part of the process. I mean, I'm closing them, but I'm not happy there. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, you, you letting yourself be vulnerable in this moment. As you are sitting in the darkness of your own mind, conjure up the vision of your baby self as you are being born. So you are just a fresh little nugget out there. And and you're wet. looking, slapping wet, and your your eyes barely work, but you're you blurry looking at your beautiful baby twin sister here. I wouldn't say that. We're taking liberties here. I I want you to, to picture that memory, picture the the colors and the shapes. Are you picturing it, Pam? I am. And now it's gone. 
Thank you. All right. Well, I am so honored to have been part of this. And if you are to check your gut, check your gut right now. I don't feel no trash gut. Perfect. This is incredible. This is a beautiful, beautiful story. What else can I get from them? I got plenty of them. I'll give you another one. What can I get? Unfortunately, I want to be 18 feet tall. I, Make me 18 I, feet tall. Those raccoons ain't gonna see what hit them. Is that something that's on offer here? I am I've got a lot of memories. To be asked, uh, but it's, it's a really one and done kind of situation. Yeah, I would have asked for the other thing then. Put the trash gun back in and let me get 18 feet I, tall. I'd rather live a day as an 18 foot tall person than the rest of my life without trash gun. That's just not on the table, Pam. That's just not on the table. Now, grifted again by another spirit. Well, Pam, it was an honor to meet you. And now I have to return to my my home. Well, the Golden Hospital. Get lost. Well, thanks for showing up completely uninvited. It was it was nice having you. This was a touching moment. It was an honor. Goodbye. Pam out. Alright, well, that was interesting. Um, But, you know, maybe that solves some of your legal trouble there, Karen, huh? Yeah, the benevolent spirit is um really great. She's great. Just yeah. great. Love her. You sound... Is, it, is there uh, any more you want to tell us about that? No, no. We just have a complicated relationship, so... Yeah. She's just really good. She's really good. It's in the name. Benevolent. So that's good. That yeah, is... sounds great at her job. Yeah, she's super great and at hey, her job. And hey, it didn't even cost Pam anything. Got that for, well, I mean a memory, but at least like no money had to change hands. Absolutely. That's, I love when no money changes hands. I love that. Me love too. That. Super good. I'm yeah. sensing a bit of deception on your end, but. Absolutely not. Not even a little bit. So true. Excellent. Okay. I'm excited for the next caller. Let's, uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we got plenty of callers here. Next caller, uh, beep. You're on. Hello, this is Richard here, and I've got a, a bit of a complaint. Okay, what's going on, Richard? I've got a review of this so-called hospital, this haunted hospital. Okay. I would like to say... Tell me more. I went in there for a appendicitis and they okay. treated and cured me but it was a ghost that did and here I thought they couldn't touch it at haunted houses I didn't like that one bit Pan. I, they aren't supposed to touch you wait did you sign a waiver I don't know I, I signed a lot of things but they had their ghostly hands all over me they ripped that appendix out with their spectral fingers I didn't like it one bit well, uh, Richard, again, I want to I want to thank you for calling in to give this great review. I wasn't I finished so... there, lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Also, I'd like to say not very scary. Not very scary at all. And their bedside manner was actually pretty great. So for that, I'm giving it 2 stars. And would like to say that I'd rather die than go there again. Interesting. Are, are you I'm, done, Richard? Yeah, that's my whole done? review. You can expect it on Yelp immediately after this is over. Uh-huh. Well, I again, I am so grateful for your call and your review. I appreciate it. It's really, I'm so glad to hear it. And But, but what I'm hearing is I'm a little confused. It sounds like you may have... Uh, mixed up a couple of our services and are expecting the hospital to be scary. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I'm confused too. Did you ex- did you go in for appendicitis and want a spook, or did you go in for a spook and ended up having your appendix removed? Well, my insurance is not covered here, so I went here for the spooky experience, expecting to pay out of pocket because I wanted. To get spooked while I got fixed. Oh, a little of a two for onesie. And here I go in, 
not very scary. And they had their grimy little see-through mitts all over. All over my gut. Didn't like it one bit. Two stars wouldn't do again. But you were cured of... of oh, yeah. So, okay. I, I'm i just... Okay. All right. I'm kind of going to reset here. What I... What what can I do for you, Richard, to to get that two star to maybe more like a five? What is it that I can do to to help you understand that you got the service that you asked for of getting your appendicitis fixed? How how can I help you? I want another free appendix removal service. It was free. You got the appendix. No, I want out it, for free. I want a voucher or something for a free. Appendix octomy. I don't know what you call. Okay. I don't know For if yourself? You... Yes. Do you want mm-hmm. them to put it back and take it out again? If they have to do that to get it done, sure. And I want, want it, it to, to be, be scary, scary this time. You want it to be scary. More of a scary. scary. I want to be scared okay. out of my mind. I want to soil myself in fear. You know what, Richard? I think we can make that happen. I think we can make all of these dreams come true. We'll put that dirty old appendix back in there, and we'll just scare the willies out of you. Does that sound good, Richard? See there, Pan, this is how you get something done. You remind somebody that you're in charge, and you just hammer them with it until you get what you want. Yeah, that's just a great approach to being a customer, and I don't disagree with it at all. Well, I guess well, my people will be in touch mm-hmm. with your people. I love it. I loved talking with you, Richard. Thank you. I will keep this review in draft until mm-hmm. restitutions have been forked over. Thank you so much. Have a pleasant evening. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling, Rick. Oh, another interesting, interesting person. Really, I don't, except for um, our first caller, no one has really had anything to say about your motion picture film. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, sounds a little bit more like um, just uh, all manner of legal troubles. How does that make you feel? Well, it's a lot of complex problems you know uh-huh. you gotta overcome problems uh yeah, you said that yep yep i did and i mean it it's it's a it's a question of uh you know kind of making that paradigm shift and maintaining a sense of urgency and having an organic journey and a call you know just good business. It's good business. Good. Sounds like good business. Good business to be in. Good business to be in. Yeah, good. Well, I'm good. glad that you're having fun, because this is stressful for me. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. All good. these people with all their problems. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad one of us likes it, because uh, I, I can barely put up with this. Good. Day in and day out, you know. But, um, good for you. You found, you know, you're doing what you love, and more power to you. Um, let's see if there's anyone else out there, though, who maybe wants to talk about hospitals, hauntings, movies. Ideally movies, but, you know, <laughs> you can never predict these dang, these people. Our listeners are so wacky. Uh, alright, well, next, uh, next caller you're on, how you doing? It is I, the benevolent spirit. I have returned. Oh, welcome back! Thank you, Pam. Over the course of this radio show, me and the other ghosts of the Golden Hospital of People and Prophecy have heard too much. We can bear it no longer. And we feel that Karen must pay for her crimes against ghosts and ghost kind. It is, it is unacceptable, and we must make a stand. Oh, okay, this sounds serious. Uh, 
It sounded like, I mean, Karen was into some, you know, less than savory business practices, but I didn't know that it was, you know, cr we were talking crimes against ghost kind. Pan, this is a ghost prison. This is a ghost prison, and Karen is profiting off of ghost prison labor. And we will not take it any longer. Not one moment more. I mean, that's your right, yeah, I... I hadn't quite connected the dots there, but, I mean, the Eternal Stockade is a prison, huh? And hey, I, this is, I, I, I went on this show just thinking I was gonna be plugging the gosh darn movie, and I'm get attacked by a legion of ghosts? I do everything for you freeloaders. This is, I'm just, I've had, I'm up to here to hear with this it's just karen talk it out you know answer for your crimes because i don't think any of us wants anyone to get hurt here and i don't want any, anything bad to happen to anyone but it sounds like your employees you know have some probably well-founded complaints for you and i think you should hear them out and this is a public forum you know i mean not really it's a radio talk show about stuff but it's becoming that against my will so um yeah let's let's have this conversation here's the thing hospitals are really expensive i i was expecting so after brian divorced me right and i'm left with these two kids and i, I thought brian died he is gone to me I, my eyes will never see him again for the crimes he committed against me. So, okay, sure, sure, he may be alive, but he is lost to me. So, that's... Any, anyways, this isn't about Brian. Why is everything about Brian? I wanted to buy a haunted hospital and just coast. That's all I wanted. I wasn't going to have to work in the corporate world anymore. And I show up to this hospital and there's a bunch of old people and needles and blood and wheelchairs. <sighs> and it's gross. And yeah. it's expensive. All these doctors want a lot of money. The nurses, the techs, the everybody. Everybody wants money. And I don't, I don't have the money. But you know who works for real cheap? Ghosts. Because they don't have to eat food. They don't pay rent because they live in the hospital. And they're like five times better at solving medical mysteries. Okay? So you thought you could just find a basically free source of labor that could not disagree with your directives because I can only presume you're wielding the scepter that gives you control over them or some such artifact, and now you think, oh, look at me, I've got infinite free effective labor from the Eternal Stockade. Is that what you're saying? Is that kind of what's going on here? I mean, they give you the key to the hospital, this solid gold key, and they say it's yours, and everything in it is yours. So, of course, I'm, I had to find solutions to my complex problems. And that's all I can do. And I'm, I don't know what you're, what else I was supposed to do. So I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'm, I don't know. Karen, I mean, this is just running business. You know, sometimes uh, your coffee machine breaks. You got to go down to fix that. Sometimes, you know, you're uh, up to your eyes in debt and, you know, you got to somehow keep your ghostly hospital afloat. That does not excuse labor rights sort of violations. It doesn't, Karen. I... That's not how it works. And for your sins, you're going to get a payment. A payment of pain. A payment Whoa. within that stockade. You wanted to use our labor for free? Well, now you can become a laborer within the house that, that you built. Today, Karen, you will become a ghost. Oh, jeez. I'm not gonna be a freaking ghost. I'm, no, I'm not dead, no. All of you go- I'm- I'll- I'll leave the hospital, sure, cause this is- I'm done with this. 
I'm done. I'm out. I'm I'm leaving this place and that stupid movie with the Swedish guy or whatever. I don't even know where he's from. This is ah, I regret all of this. So, I'm out. I'm leaving. Karen, I don't I don't know that you can just leave so easily. I I I'm getting up and I'm walking out of here. I am I'm going to I'm going to get up. Think about what you're doing here. I I can't move. I can't move. I'm I'm locked here and I can't you ghosts, you m- monsters. I'm Are they ghosts or monsters? They're mo- they're bo- monster. I don't know. Monster ghosts, ghost monsters, they're terrible. Who I can't Sorry, Karen. Look at your legs. Look down at your legs, Karen. Karen, do you have legs? I don't have legs. Oh. I don't have legs. I, Just I'm a like ghost. in I'm a ghost now. Just like Casper, the friendly ghost. Right, yeah. Or Lieutenant Dan. Why am I holding a mop? And a bucket? I'm... Karen, you're a janitor now. You're the janitor now. Good work. You were haunting. Is that you? Yeah, I'm part of the legion of, of ghosts. And I, oh, welcome back. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's less of a legion, more like a union. Uh, I, I love labor organization. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you're going to be the janitor now. This is now a ghost-run organization. Full of profit sharing, and I'm... I'm I'm gonna take a little sabbatical. Hunting, does this mean that you're getting a, a promotion? Uh, no, I'm going to math school. Oh, math school. Oh, yeah, because I'm wicked smart. So I'm gonna take my equations and my gun through. I'm gonna try to combine them up in math school. Oh, yeah. I guess between those two, uh, two components, you could sort of marry them together to create some sort of, like, uh, I don't know, balance or, um... Yeah, some sort of, like, complex sort of overarching equality. Yeah, God, there's got to be a better word for that. Anyways, you'll figure it out. That is... Look how cool that would be. So cool. Anyway, I'm off to the math school. Uh, Sorry, lady, but you got my new shitty job. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. Karen, I... You know, just give yourself a week or two to, like, settle in. You're It's a new job. They're tough on everybody, but it sounds like you've got some very interesting and colorful co-workers. Are you excited to work side-by-side with Patch Spookums? He's a terrible, terrible ghost. And he's not funny at all. <laughs> I'm being dragged back to the hospital. He's... <laughs> This is brutal. Sorry, Karen. We'll be seeing you later. Get used to your new ghost of Goodbye. Well, gotta say, listeners, that is not how I expected this conversation to go. Um, but, you know, it's part of the excitement of working in radio. Y'all surprise me in all manner of ways. Every, every single day of my life. <sighs> Well, sounds like uh, if you have more questions for Karen, you know where to find her. She is at uh, at the hospital, um, presumably wandering the halls, wailing, screaming, and mopping. Uh, if you want to watch the movie, uh, you know you can stream it. I think the the showings are twice a day at the drive-in movie theater. Why well, get over to Cup of Joel and uh, get yourself a copy? And um, I don't know if you're thinking about buying a hospital in the hopes of converting it into a fully functioning and profitable uh, haunted house. I think if we can take away anything from from this experience today, it's uh, that you shouldn't do, do that. Shouldn't do that. Thanks for listening, y'all, and uh, stay tuned for uh, a, another riveting episode of Wind Through Trees coming up next. Stay safe out there. Bye.